0: certainly in our day of technology which yeah. we all cannot live without including myself you don't want to post anything on facebook without their um, prior approval
1: this week on the hitch podcast etiquette expert diane Gottsman helps us be better wedding guests now put away those smartphones and stay tuned We're doing it again, free wine in the month of May. Join any of the wine clubs in May 2013 and your third shipment of wine is free. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link and sign up for any of our clubs. Don't wait, this offer won't last forever. And remember, the Hitched Wine Club is the only wine club created just for couples with exclusive date ideas. So let us help you and your spouse reconnect every month with some delicious wine. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchMag.com. I am joined with the always lovely and uh, well-mannered Diane Gottsman. Hi, Diane.
0: Hi, Steve. Thanks for that nice intro.
1: <laughs> of course. Um, so – it's uh, the weather's the weather's clearing up. The birds are singing, um, as you pointed out earlier when we were talking. You could hear some birds in the background, um, which means wedding season is getting here. And I know uh, a lot of people out there might be thinking to themselves, "Well, we're already married. Why do we care about wedding season?" Well. Uh, possibly because you will be a guest at a wedding um you know it doesn't matter how old you are you've always got weddings to go to and so we're gonna talk a little uh wedding etiquette and um you know we all we always think like well we've 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 been to one of these things before. We know how, how these things play out. Uh, we know what to do. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure we've probably all seen uh, guest faux pas in the past. And so, uh, Diane, you're going you're gonna to help us prevent that moving forward.
0: I uh, am. I yeah. am. Because it's very easy to, to look outward and see what everybody else is doing. But sometimes we, we forget, you know. So, this is a good reminder.
1: Yeah, okay. So we'll, I'll throw some softballs at you to get this thing going, um, and uh, the first one I have for you is, uh, as a guest, uh, is is it okay if I were to wear my my fa- very favorite white suit?
0: So Steve, I just have to ask you, are we talking about men or women? <laughs>
1: um, well, I guess women too because you're right. They would wear like their, their pants suit or their, their favorite suit. Uh, You know, work outfit. Um, It's not a dress, so could a woman wear a a white suit?
0: In both cases, I'm going to say the answer is no. You know, unless you're Pippa Middleton. (laughs) She wore that beautiful dress, and, and really, she in some ways stole the show. And this is precisely why. The answer is no, because you don't want to upstage the bride. And you certainly don't want to look like the groom, you know, in a white suit if you're a man. Or so Colonel
1: just, Sanders, right? Oh, that's right. Oh,
0: <laughs> worse yet. So, you know, just reserved. Leave that for the bride. And if the groom is wearing, you know, if he's wearing a white suit, he's probably going to be wearing a black tux. But just let them have their day. And white is for the bride.
1: Okay, um, now, the next one is a little trickier, uh, maybe not, but uh, uh can I bring a guest if his or her name is not on the invitation?
0: It's a simple no. You know, you cannot bring a guest because they very clearly address that invitation just to you. They're probably watching the headcount. They're probably on a budget. And what you don't want to do, Steve, is make a phone call and say, you know, would you mind if I bring my new boyfriend or my new girlfriend or my neighbor who is, you know, who is going to be alone that evening? So just, you know, just honor the invitation and just arrive with who they um who they invite.
1: So does that also apply if they they you feel they made a faux pas because they know you're married and they only put your name on in, on there and excluded your spouse? Well,
0: now that's a different story and that there's two answers to that question. So, you know, certainly if you're married, you can you can call and say you know i i know that this was and this was an an error but i just want to double check you know it, it was just it was just addressed to me and of course you know you know that i've been married for you know x amount of years or you don't even have to you know and and i just want to make sure that you meant to say mr and mrs now that said if there's a family feud and there's only one name or on the invitation or a friend feud mm-hmm. you know then that's that's a different story and i think the answer to that would be i'm i'm regretfully going to have to decline this invitation because you certainly wouldn't want to go without your spouse.
1: Yeah, always always choose your spouse. <laughs> 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 You'll be much happier. Okay. Um uh now um this is i i've actually seen this one um play out in the past uh can is it okay to skip the ceremony and just attend the uh the party afterward
0: now you know what that really is saying <laughs> it's saying that i didn't want to have to sit through an extended ceremony where perhaps there is a a mass you know uh before or some kind of long-winded type of ceremony, but I'm going to go and have fun. So truly, if you can go to the ceremony, you want to do both. Now, if your flight was late, if you can't get in on time, there's extenuating circumstances. Certainly, you want to make it for the the party afterwards. But when at all possible, you want to attend the ceremony as well, because that's very important to the bride and groom. And it is their their night or their day.
1: Um, and does that uh, I know, and I know this um, the answer may still be the same, but does that apply if they if you know they're, for example like a really religious and they're gonna have a uh, and, and by the way, it's not your religion and they're gonna go through this big ceremony where there's a lot of um, uh, I don't know how to like guest involvement Ooh. in the in the rituals of their religion? Um, it does.
0: It does, because you're not saying that you are honoring religion, you're there honoring them. Uh So now, again, if it's something you absolutely don't agree with, you know, it's something that you stand against even, perhaps you should just skip the entire thing, you know, because you don't want to say, I, you know, I, I'm not going to be specific with religions, but I certainly don't agree with this and this and this, therefore I'm not going to come. But uh, you know that that's going to be a judgment call, and it's going to be subjective
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know if if it's if it's just a long winded ceremony and it's a long church service and you just don't want to go because you don't want to be in it's just kind of cumbersome. I think this is a time that you take one for the team and you go and you show support
1: so if there's not um if there's not deep rooted uh religious uh um conflict. You just kind of suck it up and, and go because you're doing it for the couple, not for the honoring of their religion as opposed to, to yours or smiting yours kind of a exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. And,
0: you know, and I'm just going to take it one step further and I'm going to, you know, without uh, offending any religion. And there are some services that really don't have anything to do with religion. Let's just say they do some weird stuff, you know? I mean, this just came up not too long ago. I, I got a call about this and they said, you know, this borders on. Something that I I don't believe in, you uh-huh. know, it's odd. Do 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 I have to go? So the answer is no. If you were that uncomfortable, don't go. But you know the the party isn't going to be much different. You know, if it's something I'm just going to talk about that white elephant in the room without being specific. You know, if it's a if it's going to be a real odd ceremony, then you don't. It's going to transfer over into the party as well. So I think that. Generally speaking, most of us live pretty normal lives, and if it's a ceremony you just don't want to go to because you don't want to sit through it, different story. Just honor them.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, and I've always heard that you have a year to give a gift to the couple. Uh, is that is that true, and uh, when well, is the best time to give the gift?
0: Well, I think by the letter of the law, yes, but the reality is – You know, really, if you have the invitation and you know it's coming, you want to give them a gift as soon as you, you know, I like to send the gifts ahead of time. So you're not carrying the gift with you, especially if you're traveling
1: Uh
0: Um, and you certainly don't want to take it to the ceremony. You want to take it to the wedding. But if you're going to give them money, you know, if they're going to give them, you're going to give them a card with money inside. You want to make sure it doesn't get lost at the table. And sometimes it does so send it in advance and that's the best time
1: okay i mean when you you bring up great uh point uh giving money now i you know people feel free to give money beforehand but i personally would think like you know what i don't want to give them money um before the wedding because i don't want them to spend that on the wedding i want them to spend the money on their marriage which is different and so i don't want them to throw you know, a a $30,000 wedding. Um, and I, you know, they're going to use my gift to them, uh, to, to pay for the steak that I'm going to be eating later on that evening. Right. right?
0: Right. I mean, and, and everyone has different thoughts about gifting Mm -hmm. and certainly that's a, that's a, that's a good thought. And then others would say, well, I want them to use it how they can benefit the most. So, you know, I think it's subjective. And once again, if you want to wait until, let's say, you know, the day of or a day before and put it in the mail, do it. Or if you want to bring it that evening, you know, to the event, just keep in mind that, you know, it gets crazy at those at the after, you know, at the party and people are helping them and putting things together. And normally there's a box where they put envelopes Mm -hmm. or, you know, some kind of some kind of safe, secure area, but it's not often safe and secure. You know, yeah, I've heard of many, many things going wrong with that.
1: Yeah. And uh, one last thing to add to this one is I actually – my wedding was an out-of-town wedding. Um, and so we actually, re- as, as the couple getting married, requested people not bring gifts to the wedding uh, because we were going to be traveling immediately from our destination wedding to our honeymoon. And uh, we didn't want – first off, we couldn't carry – Uh, gifts around with us and we didn't want to put that burden on anybody else so if you know you're going to be traveling to a wedding you you know maybe it's best to ask the bride and groom if they haven't given instructions already about gifting
0: yeah so they they mailed it to you and see do you think anybody was saying now i don't want them to spend if i'm giving them a check i don't want them to spend it before the wedding (laughs) see you know you don't know
1: yeah no that's true that's true um Okay, moving on from the gifts here. Uh, now, particularly because we've got a lot of uh, young married couples listening uh, who may have started their own family. So what do they do if they have a child who has, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, started getting a little cranky during the ceremony?
0: Well, what we tend to do, especially when it's our own child, is we think we can soothe them quiet very quickly. Uh-huh. But it normally takes longer. Than- <laughs> so the best thing to do is soon as they peep, you know, as soon as they start getting antsy, just very discreetly get up and move outside, not to the back of the church, let's say, or not to the back of the hall, but out the door because you don't want to disrupt the service. It's probably being videotaped. You know, they can hear it up front. If it's a large church, it echoes, so just and you if you have a young child or a baby or a toddler you want to sit closest to the aisle so you can get up and out very quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is a, a, a pre-wedding question here. Um, when you when you get that RSVP in the mail, how how long do you have before you can mail it back or you should mail it back?
0: Well. As soon as possible. So you want to talk to the other person involved. You know, in this case, you want to talk to your husband or your wife. Say, does this date work? Is every, everything you know, especially if it's an out-of-town wedding, mm-hmm. because they're they're taking a head count, they're taking a food count. They want to, you know, they are planning on their end. So as soon as you can, you want to let them know. You know, hopefully within a week or two.
1: Okay, um, and sometimes you'll see an invitation. Uh, or, or uh, maybe not sometimes, uh, just as the way it goes, uh, some of the invitations will be, uh, black tie optional. What, what exactly does that mean? Yeah.
0: Well, what it doesn't mean is you can wear your jeans. It doesn't mean, okay, show up like you would on Saturday to wash your car. It just means that they don't want to put you in a bind where you have to buy or rent a tuxedo. Okay. But. If it does say black tie optional, what it also means is they want you to be dressed. And that means a suit, a dark suit. And okay. for women, you know, a, a nice cocktail dress at least.
1: Okay. So basically dress as nice as you can. Don't show – it's not a Hawaiian wedding with flip-flops and a <laughs> button-down flowered shirt.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's okay. right.
1: Um, now, is it rude to take your own pictures of the wedding ceremony uh, to send to friends?
0: You know – the the click 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 and the flashes and the they're very distracting and they can also get in the way of the photographer that they hired to take these beautiful pictures so you really don't want to take your own pictures and and Steve certainly in our day of technology which yeah. we all cannot live without including myself you don't want to post anything on Facebook without their um Prior approval. You know, you don't want to put out these beautiful pictures of them or not so beautiful. You know, if they're not at the right angle, before anyone else has seen. You know, before they've had the option to post them or not.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very good point because um, you're right. They hire. Uh, so much time and preparation has been put into the wedding and the ceremony, and depending on the photographer, you know, they, they know the angles they want to shoot, and they may have even discussed that with the bride and groom ahead of time of, you know, I'm going to get you from this angle and that angle because they, they're, they're trying to paint this, like, portrait and you're you're right if you're sitting in the aisle snapping away at a weird angle <laughs> you know you, you might you might be showing something they didn't want to be seen so that's
0: right we all like to hand pick the pictures we want out there so they deserve that especially on their wedding day you know it's yeah. not always they deserve that
1: And I will say this is one of my pet peeves with uh, social media um, is people lack the editing gene themselves for the most part. Not everybody, of course. And so you get these uh, 150-picture slideshows where you could probably cut it down to about 20 really great pictures. And the rest of them are variations of the same picture you've seen four times in a row now. So – Yes. Um, Good tip. That's a good tip.
0: Um,
1: Okay. So we have vented our social media photo sharing frustrations. Um, Now, I know that uh, children are not allowed at my friend's wedding, uh, but my – let's say my son is the bride's godson. Now, should I ask to see um, if they would make an exception because they're a part of the wedding party?
0: If they're a part of the wedding party and they were invited, you know, now this is not what you asked me, of course, but if they're a part of the wedding party and they don't say, um, well, you know, I'm going to, what I'm about to say is not correct either because it just happened a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) They're a ring bearer and they're, yeah, okay, you can just say, listen, I know it's no kids invited, but does that include the wedding party? Because what happened with someone I know is they just assumed that their children were included because they were a part of the wedding party and they were not. So you just want to ask in advance. Um, But most of the time, 99.9% of the time, if it says no children, they do mean no children And even if you're the godson or the goddaughter, and you're not in the wedding party, if they're not on the invitation, it goes back to what we were first talking about earlier in this podcast. That means that for whatever reason, they're not on the list.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So uh, I'm just curious in that instance. uh, So they they expected them to. do the, the, be a ring bearer and then, and then leave. Is it, that... was wow. <laughs> it was
0: uncomfortable situation, but you can't second guess someone else. Sure. So it's better to be clear. And they just didn't want children. And actually I, 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 was not, I was not there. This is just something that, you know, was brought to my attention and uh-huh. what should I do? You know, I get a lot of these, what should I do <laughs> yeah. after the fact and before the fact. And, you know, it was just that there – and there were multiple children. But again, multiple children will be running around all over the dance floor, and the bride and groom didn't want the kids on the dance floor and disrupting. Well, gotcha. they were in the wedding, so, you know, it would be perfectly normal to assume that the kids could be there at the reception. I could. And it was not clear.
1: Yeah, I could see a, a similar situation where perhaps, uh, you know, maybe the youngest – is in the is in the wedding as a as a flower girl or a ring bearer, uh, but you have some kids that are a couple years older, uh, not you know quote unquote cute enough to 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 walk down the aisle and toss flowers clumsily, um, and so you assume well my my youngest are in the wedding party, so I'm assuming the older kids uh, are allowed to come as well because why would they invite half the family? Um, but you, I, but whenever, whenever in doubt, make the phone call. Then, huh?
0: Sticky situation, but it's best to be clear and really, and truly, the bride and groom, or whoever, are planning. You know, the the party planners need to make it very clear. Okay. It's just guidelines, so we don't have to wonder.
1: Sure. Um, and uh, you know, you, you, it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, you are now at the reception, but man, is it getting late. How long do you have to stay at that reception?
0: Well, the rule of thumb is you want to stay until the cake is served, except oftentimes the cake isn't served until way late. So you're going to use your best judgment. And if you've been there an hour and you're very tired and it's already one in the morning and there still have this cake hasn't been cut yet, you know, you can go and tell the bride or and the groom, you know, it was a lovely reception. We're we're going to leave. You know, you always want to stay. Try at least to say goodbye to at least one or the other, and and when I say one or the other, it's because the bride and groom are oftentimes in very, in a very mannerly fashion, walking around separately and saying thank you to all of the guests who are there. Sure, thank you for coming.
1: Um, now, uh, if if you can't find them, um, you, will the the bride and groom really notice if you just kind of snuck out the door and left early?
0: They may or may not. You know, who knows? Everyone is different. I I think that some would and some would not. Most often, no, they're not thinking, they're not taking a head count and they're not wondering who left when. But I think if you came for 10 minutes and left, somebody might mention it to them. You know, so you have to make sure and go and stay for a nice, decent amount of time before you leave.
1: Okay. Uh
0: Unless you say, you you know, in advance... I am going to come to the reception. I'm not going to be able to stay because my kids are at home and I only have a babysitter until 930. And, you know, the reception I know is going to last until the early morning hours. But I I want to go and, you know, say hello and see what a lovely, you know, what a lovely ceremony or reception it's going to be. But please know I'm going to leave a little bit early in case I miss you.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, is that kind of – I was going to ask, is that kind of explanation necessary? I mean you hear – People come up and, and drop these excuses all the time as if it matters. Uh, like, you know, I, I got to let the dogs out or I got, you know, I got the babysitter. Or uh, should, should you even need to use an excuse or just uh, tell them beautiful wedding, beautiful reception and uh, congratulations the, and walk out the door?
0: That's the best when it's when you've stayed for a reasonable amount of time. If you were there for 10 minutes, mm, you know, they're going to wonder. So I'm not saying make up something, but just sure. say, you know, I'm gonna have to run. It was uh, thank you so much for inviting me. I wish I could have stayed longer. You don't have to say uh, you know, i am taking medication. You don't have to say, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that story. but there if it's an odd if it's an odd departure, you might want to offer something.
1: Okay. Okay, so uh but you don't need to tell them like, you know, the moon's out and I'm gonna turn into a <laughs> werewolf, so I gotta get inside quick. Yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, the works
0: say the less
1: power you hold. Just yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Um now uh how um if the wedding we talked about giving gifts before the wedding earlier, so uh maybe this is a, a point for waiting, but if if you give the wedding gift uh prior to the actual wedding and it's canceled uh, will you or should you expect to get your gift back
0: well big bone of contention you know what people tend to do is they set up house before the wedding so i get a toaster i put it out i get a microwave it's i'm using it popping popcorn ah. but goodness forbid the wedding is canceled you are supposed to give the gifts back now if it's a used, used microwave or used, you know, something that's already been obviously used, you know, it's it's one of those judgment calls. But but the letter of the law is you should keep everything in its boxes until the wedding takes place.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when – now, obviously, it would be a little weird if you're like, "Here's this uh, toaster full of breadcrumbs." Uh, <laughs> but could you? Uh, would it be okay, or should you offer like cash value for that instead? Like, I I, I started using the toaster, and I'm really sorry. Uh, you know, the- and they're nor-
0: they're probably going to say, "You know what? Keep it. This is a difficult time for you. This is the last thing that you have to worry about." Keep that toaster, and you know, you're setting up a new home uh, or or a new apartment or whatever, so you know they're going to be gracious. So, a toaster, if they say keep it, you say thank you for understanding this is a very difficult time for me. You know, uh, a a huge, huge gift needs to go back,
1: yeah, okay. Because honestly, if you uh, are setting up a giant con of a wedding to uh, get a toaster. You, you've earned the toaster because weddings are a lot of work.
0: They're more work than
1: that <laughs> toaster. Exactly, right. exactly. Um, okay, so how uh, we've got just a couple questions left here. Uh, how long do you have to send out thank you notes?
0: Well, they expect you to go off on a honeymoon you notice, and you'll be gone for let's say a week or two and then you come back, get settled back in. So hopefully, once you get back and you've given yourself a couple of weeks to get back and settled, they need to start going out. Even if they don't all go out at once, send a few a day during the weekend, say I'm gonna commit to sending 20 or 30 or 40, just start as quickly as possible. Do not wait a year to start sending out your thank you notes. And if you forget, or if you just don't do it, and and really, that is just not acceptable. I'm just going to say that up front. It's not. Acceptable. <laughs> but if you don't do it, or if you forget, someone brings it to your attention. Even you know, I never, I never got a thank you note. I, I hope you like that crystal vase, and you're thinking, oh, do it. Just it's better late than never.
1: Okay, so we've been. By the way, I should I should uh, preface this by saying that we have um, been talking about being a guest, but this is for all you newlyweds out there who have returned from your honeymoon and are uh, procrastinating on those thank you notes. Your time, your time's ticking. If, if, yeah. if, you, if you've been married for any length of time and they have not gone out yet, start writing them right now. Pull out the envelopes.
0: Even if you don't like the gift. You know, I, <laughs> well, I don't even like that. Well, that's too bad. You have to send it. And even, even if it's your family members, if they don't live in your home, you need to send them a thank you note. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, if it's your mom and dad, Well, you don't live with them anymore. Let's say you were living with them until you got married, and Uh chances are you've already moved out on your own or maybe moved out and moved back in. But they probably gave you something really special, and you still – I think it's still a great idea. No one is going to turn down or be offended by a nice, kind thank you, handwritten thank you note.
1: So even immediate family, the formality of it is still uh, just a nice gesture that will be appreciated, whether or not you feel it's necessary.
0: That's right, and you know, sisters and brothers who don't, we don't live with. They've got a family of their their own. They get a thank you note. Mm-hmm. They don't live with you if, they, if you're not living under the same roof. They get a thank you.
1: Okay, I mean that if all. They
0: are they. If it's something really special, and most of the time it is, do something nice for them. Yes
1: okay um was there was there anything else or do did you do you think we covered it pretty well here
0: well i think we've covered the basics you know most of the basics but there're always more you know so if, if our listeners have more questions i'm happy to i think we should do a part 2
1: okay uh yeah cuz i'm 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 trying to think of some other ones and all i can really say or think is uh this whole technology thing with all of us having smartphones and, and, uh, you know, one of the things that immediately pops into my head is, uh, not not pictures, but just social media sharing in general. So, I could I can imagine already people during the ceremony tweeting out a play by play, or uh, something along those lines.
0: Or what about the groom or the bride who tweeted up at the altar? Okay, and you know that I think that made news a while back. Somebody tweeted from the <laughs> from the altar, and in one respect, okay, it's kind of unique and fun and cute. But generally speaking not so cute yeah <laughs> so unique you know i i think that you you give it the respect it deserves
1: so uh an easy solution to that is if you are in the planning stages make sure the the, the dresses don't have pockets <laughs> and uh nor do these suits so <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we will we'll we'll gather some uh some uh new modern uh issues that uh guests will have to take into consideration and we'll, we'll circle back to this in a little while uh, but I think for now I think we did a pretty good job and like uh, Diane said if you guys have questions feel free to shoot us a, a message um, which you know now is actually the perfect time to, to let you guys know where you can get more information from Diane and how you can connect with her so uh, Diane is a nationally recognized etiquette expert is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas a company special and etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Uh, you can uh, find Diane online at dianegotsman.com. And you can also follow her um, and uh, exchange uh, questions with Diane on Twitter at Diane Uh Diane is, by the way, a really great tweeter. Um, I, 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 I say this every time, but really, she tweets really fantastic uh, bits of information and resources and all sorts of great stuff. So uh, be sure to follow her there. Um, of course, I am on Twitter at hitched media. All of Diane's um, contact information is on our website, uh, HitchedMag.com. And uh, yeah, that is going to do it for us until next time. Thank you so much, Diane. And I can't wait to do this again soon. My pleasure, Steve. Look forward to it. Okay. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Take care, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Are you ready? We look into each other's eyes. We know that it's showtime. Clear our heads of all our